0: is the
1: glenbeck program my gosh we're so happy to be here are we not happy (laughs) oh my gosh it's a a hell of a morning (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah it's Mm great it's a hellscape Mm -hmm. uh welcome to the program i'm so glad that you're here spring is right around the corner and you're going to be at home for a while so what do you do for entertainment how about mowing your lawn Hustler Turf engineers its mowers to outperform the research and testing that has gone into these things. These are the people that came up really with the um, uh, with the zero turn. They've been doing it, pioneering this thing since the 1960s. Their steering system is called a smooth track. It is. I mean, it is cool. If you ever wanted to drive the uh, the uh, the lunar lander it's kind of like that man i mean i think it's just it's a fun lawnmower uh but it's built to last and if you're looking for a lawnmower this is the thing that you need to do. Go ahead, check everywhere else, but you're going to end up at HustlerTurf.com. HustlerTurf.com. Just the best lawnmowers made here in America. It's um, um, Right now, they're offering an extra year of warranty. If you just go to HustlerTurf.com, click on the radio offer button in the right-hand corner and to enter my name back. It's HustlerTurf.com. HustlerTurf.com.
0: The Fusion. Of entertainment oh, and enlightenment. This yes. is the Glenbeck program.
1: Yes. Oh man, and that's us, and we're so excited to be here. Right, Stu? Excited? Oh, thrilled. Still excited? Yeah. Yes. Thrilled. Yeah, there's nothing better, nothing better than being here uh, or being at your house quite a being anywhere in the world today is just a joy. And we're gonna share some of that joy coming up in one minute, the latest from scientists. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Mm, mm. Yeah, it's going to be, oh, you're, oh, man, are you going to love this? You bet. Somewhere in America, within the sound of my voice, there is a man standing within a stone's throw of the business deal he just made. And like so many before, and hopefully many to come, it was made on a handshake. Not only because that's the way he prefers to do business, but because that's who he is. It's who he's always been. Your man of integrity, your reputation not only precedes you, it marks you in the eyes of the beholder as the archetype of trustworthiness. Yeah, you can have the lawyers work out all the details, but you just gave your word. You looked a man in the eye and he said, that's the way it is. The eyes of the beholder also drawn quite naturally to the pair of Takova's boots resting comfortably on his feet. They see the lines of contour, the inherent quality of the kind of boot this man would wear. When you buy a pair of Tecovis boots, you're buying a statement of integrity. Also, of frontiersmanship. You're different. You're an explorer still. Handmade with the finest leathers, Tecovis boots take 200 steps to complete, and they're twice the value of a similarly priced boot, half the price of boots of similar quality. When you wear Takovas, you're going to feel the cowboy inside of you come alive. It's Tecovis, western goods, For your Frontier. Find your pair now at tecovas.com slash back. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com slash back. Tecovis Western goods for your Frontier. All right. So I got some good news. I got some really good news. According to scientists now out of London, some really good. How are things going uh, in your house right now? Because we haven't had a meltdown. Uh Uh-uh. No. The kids haven't said, I can't do this. Oh, yeah, really? It's been four days. Wait to see what you can actually do. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, we're trying to flatten the curve. That's what everybody's trying to do. We're, oppo- we're, we're imposing social distancing to slow the spread of the virus so the number of people sick doesn't cause the health care system to collapse, as it's threatening to do in Italy and elsewhere right now. That means... The pandemic needs to last at a low level until either enough people have had COVID-19 to leave most immune, assuming that our immune system actually will will leave a marker in us to say, oh, I recognize that I can fight that. Last night, I had an expert on said that she's 99 percent sure that this is going to happen, that we are going to have those markers in us. But we don't know yet. We don't know this is going to last until we either get those markers in us or until there's a vaccine. So how long will that take? How draconian are things going to have to get? All right. We've been told that it'll be just a couple of weeks. We're just going to do this for a couple of weeks. And I've been telling you, "Ah, nope, that's not it. We're not going to be doing this for a couple of weeks. We're going to be doing this for a long time. Plan on eight weeks is what I said. Well, scientists in uh, London have just come out with uh, some new numbers. <clears throat> According to a report yesterday, as long as someone in the world has the virus, breakouts can keep reoccurring without stringent controls to contain them. In the report yesterday, researchers at the Imperial College of London proposed a way of doing this, Ex- uh, impose more extreme social distancing measures every time the admissions to intensive health care units start to spike, then relax them when they start to fall. Every time they rise above a threshold, let's just say, for example, 100 per week, the country would have to close all schools and most universities and adopt social distancing. When they drop below 50, those measures can be lifted. But people with symptoms or whose family members have symptoms would still be confined at home. Now, social distancing, something that we had never heard, but we're used to now all of these new words and phrases just being thrown at us. What is social distancing? Researchers define it as all households reduce contact outside of the household, school or workplace by at least 75%. Now, that doesn't mean that you don't go out with your friends once a week instead of four times. Really? Is that what you got, Stu? Are you getting that from social distancing that, ah, you know, but Fridays are different?
2: No, apparently not. That's not allowed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: It means everyone does everything they can to minimize social contact. And overall, the number of contacts fall by 75%. Under this model, the researchers conclude social distancing and school closures would need to be in force some two-thirds of the time, roughly two months on, one month off, until a vaccine is available. Mm. They say that will take at least 18 months. Now, I don't know about you, but my kids are already starting to social distance themselves from me. Uh, and uh, uh, I can't imagine being locked in the house for
2: 18 months. I don't think that, I don't think that's Anybody? something that we will accept, frankly. I mean, that is this type of thing that we will just we'll just say no. We will just read the rest of this. Yes, I know. I know. I read read the rest of this
1: happy missive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So surely there has to be some other options. Why not just build a whole buttload of ICUs? Well, it doesn't work. The researchers model that didn't solve the problem without social distancing of the whole population. They found even the best mitigation strategy, which means isolation or quarantine of the sick, the old and those who have been exposed. Plus school closures would still lead to a surge of critically ill people eight times bigger than the U.S. or U.K. system can cope with. So. Even if you set factories out to just turn out ventilators and beds and ICU farms, you still need more nurses and doctors to take care of everybody. And we just don't have that in all scenarios without widespread social distancing. The number of covid cases overwhelms the healthcare system. OK, all right. How about just restrictions for one batch of five months? Nope, not good. Once measures are lifted, the pandemic breaks out all over again. This time it's in winter, the worst time for the healthcare system. Now, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> as I'm looking at this, isn't this, Stu, exactly what uh, China is doing right now? Isn't China, in the midst of releasing the herds, back out into the wilderness?
2: Yeah, so we're going to see whether this works or not. Because China's basically right. experimenting with it right now as we speak. And you know, yes. the big news yesterday was supposedly, again, if you believe China's numbers and the what they're telling us, supposedly oh, China. Don't even use the word you racist, don't even use
1: the word China on this
2: program. But the numbers are coming don't from say China. China. I, China. <laughs> oh my gosh. They're coming from All right, anyway, the what did they government. find? What they found was zero cases for the first time since this started of community spread. So, that means they they did have 34 new cases, but all 34 were people traveling into China from other areas, um, which might be another thing they may want to consider stopping. And also, why would you go to China at this point? Uh, This is not a good... I know. It's uh,
1: like, oh, man, the savings, the savings of uh, seeing the Great Wall of China. And maybe me and the family could be buried inside the wall. It'd be great. (laughs) Okay. So... This, uh, what I don't understand is why we're being told, and I, you know, and I, uh, I asked the doctor on our special last night, and I don't feel like I got a great answer. Um, why is it that China is releasing people and they're not experiencing this? Why is it that China, um, stopped this dead in its tracks? With a lot more people that already had it. Ours are all just projections. You know what, Stu, looking at this. I'll bet you the people who are doing the modeling on this thing are the same people who are telling us about global warming. No. <laughs> um, Probably. But, uh, yeah. Um, why is it when we have an actual country where we had thousands and thousands and thousands of people infected, why didn't we have 100,000 deaths in China? But we're supposed to
2: have them here. It doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, especially when you think of the, the Chinese lifestyle, right, is giant, massive cities where people are packed into very tight areas, working very closely. And
1: nobody blinks when you say, I don't know, uh, yeah, throw that bat in that soup. Nobody blinks. Yeah. It's not, it's, it's not, it's
2: not a healthy lifestyle, in many ways it's, yeah especially for this type of thing how for this type right. of thing i mean it's it's real you know, there's a reason why we've had you know i was saying yesterday like we can't i really do think it's inappropriate to call it the chinese virus because they're going to release another virus in like a year and we're gonna have we're gonna have to come up with a whole new name for it uh oh. so like it's just do you know just because MERS, it's inefficient do you know what mers, you know what MERS is yeah uh, middle east respiratory syndrome which i'm is, sorry
1: it's what Middle East it's Respiratory
2: Syndrome. Yes. Middle East Respiratory
1: System. Wow. Uh, do you know what the West Nile virus is? Uh, yes, I do.
2: I've, I They yeah. come. Yeah. Spanish flu. It's a virus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Spanish flu. I mean... Uh, this Lyme's is disease? what we call things. I used to live this two towns away Lyme. from uh, yeah. from Old Lyme, Connecticut. Uh, Lyme disease. Lyme, Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where it's from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I then. mean,
1: this is so unbelievably. Re- I'll get into this in a minute. Let me just finish this stupid thing. Uh, all right, so this is going to have a huge impact. On uh, people coming together, restaurants, cafes, bars, nightclubs, gyms, hotels, favors, uh, uh, theaters, uh, movie uh, cinemas, uh, art galleries, shopping malls, craft fairs, museums, musicians, other performers, sporting venues, sports teams, uh, conference venues, uh, cruise lines, airlines, public transportation, private schools, public schools, daycare centers. I mean, are you kidding me? This is the entire thing. Now, they say there will be some adaption, of course. Gyms could start selling home equipment. Oh, and online training sessions. Oh, okay. All right. It's now being called the shut-in economy. Shut-in economy.
2: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: It sounds sustainable to me. Um, now, they're saying that we're going to have a better healthcare system at the other end of this. Oh, are we? Or are we going to have a nationalized healthcare system? They say maybe movie theaters will take out half of their seats. Meetings will be held in larger rooms with spaced out chairs. Gyms will require you to book workouts ahead of time so they don't get too crowded. But here's the good news. Governments all around the world, including Israel, have decided to use cell phone location data See if this uh, matches what you've been saying is coming, Stu. Mm. Uh, It'll match location data with its intelligence services that they use to track terrorists to trace people who've been in touch with known carriers of the virus. Singapore does exhaustive contact tracing and publishes detailed data on each known case, all but identifying people by name. Uh, To get on a flight, perhaps we're going to have to be signed up to a service that tracks your movement via your phone. The airline wouldn't be able to see where you've gone, but it would be able to get alert if you have been close to someone that has been infected or in a disease hotspot. There'd be similar requirements for the entrance of large venues, government buildings, public transportation hubs. There'd be temperature scanners everywhere, and your workplace might demand you wear a monitor that tracks your temperature or other vital signs. Where nightclubs ask for proof of age in the future, they may ask for proof of immunity, an identity card or some kind of digital verification via your phone showing you've already recovered from or been vaccinated. The intrusive surveillance will be considered a small price to pay for the basic freedom to be with other people. Gig worker. Again, this is this. This is a report from London. Gig workers from drivers to plumbers to freelance yoga instructors will see their jobs becoming more precarious. Immigrants, refugees, the undocumented, and ex-convicts will face yet another basic obstacle to gaining a foothold in society. Bullcrap. Bullcrap. That won't happen. Can somebody, this is another thing I'm going to take on today, can somebody please tell me why we're releasing prisoners? Why are we releasing prisoners? Isn't that the ultimate in isolation? Isn't that, aren't we just quarantining them? Why are we releasing people onto the streets? Who came up with that idea? I know, it's rhetorical. I know who came up with that. Moreover, uh, unless there are strict rules on how someone's risk for disease is assessed, governments or companies could choose any criteria. (laughs) You're high risk if you earn less than $50,000 a year. If you're in a family, more than six people or you live in certain parts of the country, for example. Oh, another way to separate us, divide us, and keep us in our own little corrals. This is great. That creates scope for algorithmic uh, uh, bias and hidden discrimination as what happened last year with a U.S. uh, US health insurer that used an algorithm that turned out to inadvertently favor white people. Oh, my gosh. All right, I'm going to take a break. I want you to go get some duct tape. And I want you to wrap it around your head as tight as you possibly can, because I don't know about you, but my head's about to explode. Now, you're not going to it's not going to stop it from exploding. But when and if you can ever go outside to go to a doctor and say, could you put my head back together? You'll have all of the bone pieces, everything you need to assemble it right there on the inside of that duct tape. Might take you a while, but I suggest you wrap your head because it's going to be a bumpy ride today. (sighs) Mm. So it's great. Oh, I love it. Mm. Okay, let's say that you have a constant nagging, like brain tumor shooting out of your eyes pain. Relief Factor probably can't help you because that pain is caused from all the stupid people in the world. But let's say spring and summer are right, it's right around the corner. Remember the things you used to do, like drive your car. Back before the pain stopped you, remember the things that you used to do, um, how, how you used to live, the things that you thought you would do in your life. I have to tell you, Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son owners of Relief Factor, have told me some of the happiest customer reports that their spouses and friends are just as happy or happier than uh, uh, than they've ever been. Soon as they have relief factor, I know I got my life back and I feel like I am... I feel like I'm, I've gained 15 years. I was feeling like a really, really old man because at 56, I had pain that was just debilitating. Now... I can handle my pain. Any pain that I do have, I can handle it. It's Relief Factor. Try the three-week quick start. It's like a trial pack to see if you can get out of pain as well. Three-week quick start. Just um, just go to relieffactor.com and order it. It's nineteen ninety five. It's 100% drug-free, developed by doctors. And it's, um, it's something that if, if it's not working for you in three weeks, it's probably not going to work. But 70% of the people who try it, They go on to order more month after month. It's Relief Factor. Factor ReliefFactor.com. Call 800-500-8384. It's 800-500-8384. ReliefFactor.com. Democratically
3: socialist
2: economies. Arguing with socialists. First of all, it's it's democratic. The new book from Glenn Beck. Um, And the other thing, too, is that... Is that you can pre-order it now on Amazon.
1: Yeah, and it's democratic. It's, uh... Arguing with socialists available now. Make sure you pick it up. 10 seconds station ID. There, did you get any of my new bets? Bump bump. Dear Glenn, I've never been a proponent of unions or strikes, particularly when it involves healthcare workers, but after the last week, if I was asked to strike, I would. I work in a hospital in California's Central Valley and it is not safe. Masks are being rationed and denied healthcare providers, and it's hard to find disinfectant wipes. To obtain masks now in our hospital, a healthcare provider must go to the nursing supervisor's office for each floor and explain why you need a mask, because all of the masks are literally under lock and key because people are stealing them and supplies are running low. To receive a mask, we have to explain which patient we're seeing and the diagnosis and the person distributing the mask will say yes or no if we can have a mask and what type of mask. Oftentimes, this is someone with less education and clinical experience than the person requesting the mask. See, that never happens in like a government run system. You know what I mean? Nobody who has less experience, less education and is just on a power trip. They never get the keys to what's locked up. Never. That never happens. <sighs> Today, I had to reuse a surgical mask that I've been using for two days because they've been so strict on distributing them. When I was seeing a patient with the flu, I was given the very lightweight surgical mask that does very little to protect patients or the healthcare provider. When asked when I asked for a sturdier mask with a seal on the nose bridge, I was told no, because uh, it was light droplet precautions. I ended up putting the mask closest to my face the only one, and the one I've been reusing for two days over it. During that conversation, I learned that we had already run out of N95 masks. I know surgical masks don't filter out any pathogens, but they're extremely important. All the doctors and nurses and all the other support staff that I talk to on a daily basis are very nervous and are starting to get angry. Gang, this hasn't even started yet. She continues, it boggles my mind that this is happening in America. Where is the help? We spend billions on the military. Can we not free up some masks in America?
0: You're listening to Glenn
1: Beck. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Right now, stress is really high, hopes are a little low, and the ravages of panic in the face of a pandemic uh, that may or may not warrant a little panic are hard to watch, harder to feel pressing down on you. But if you're one of those people thinking about buying a home, perhaps refinancing your mortgage, even if you're somebody who's just living under a difficult amount of debt, please, please consolidate. Now, it's not the worst time to do something about it. It is absolutely the best time. There are people, really good people, who can make you help you make sense of what's happening in the world. The um, the mortgage consultants over at American Financing—they can unravel all of this for you in ten minutes. That twisted knot that you have in your stomach, that twisted knot that you have, you know, in your in your bank account, all of that can be undone in just like ten minutes. They have weekend hours; they stay open past five o'clock. So if you're feeling financially lost, now's the best time. To call Americanfinancing.net. Talk to them about mortgage, refi, or a consolidation
2: loan. Americanfinancing.net. Go to blazeTV.com, use the promo code Glenn, and you can save 10 bucks on your subscription. Now blazeTV.com.
1: Welcome to it. Uh, We got a lot of things to do uh, today. I I don't know where to start with Pat Gray from Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, I thought we'd have a rolling conversation. And, Pat, you can spin the wheel here wherever you want it to stop. We can talk about whose idea was it to just release people from prison? Isn't that kind of quarantine? Isn't that uh, social distancing? Everybody stay in your cell. Since when? Uh Uh-huh. Who came up with this? Why are we doing this? Okay, we have that as topic number 1. Mm-hmm. Topic number 2 is uh China. Uh, how dare you call this a Chinese virus? How dare you call this the Wuhan virus? Really? The Spanish flu? German you know it didn't measles? even come from Spain. Oh. <laughs> oh
3: God. That's just where it was or hit hardest. We could just
1: yeah, or we could just talk about, come on, come on. We could talk about uh, the GOP. Yeah. That is, wi- they're willing to spend anything. And where anymore. are we getting these ideas? Does mm-hmm. Can you tell me what the metrics are here? If you really want to help people, you're just going to send everyone a check for $1,000? Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? First of all, it's not everybody. It's only people who have an income of I think it's $100,000 uh, or 150,000 as a couple and 75 uh and below as an individual. Okay, well, that covers hmm. a lot of people. Um uh, but what are they supposed to do with that? What do, where are they going with that? And really we're
3: just how about just no taxes for anyone right that's the no taxes that's the less government thing to do we're doing the bigger government thing and that's what we keep doing over and over and over how about this one pat how how about about this one how about
1: you can't foreclose on anybody's home can't do it can't do it for the next six months or until Mm -hmm. i mean that's not good no but uh, it's
2: not just printing money i do believe that is part of this
1: i I think they're uh, going to do
3: that for two months right isn't it a two-month process to start yeah yeah um Uh, but you've got you've got mcconnell mitch mcconnell who's a supposed republican um and this is why we didn't like the guy so much in the first place we're going to go on and vote as soon as the senate can get permission to vote on the bill came over from the house sent it down to the president reassure the people. He added, "A number of my members think there are considerable shortcomings in the bill. My counsel to them is to gag and vote for it anyway." Oh, mm. uh, that's uh, that's very conservative view. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, Mitch. And then it's the I, I'm, I'm beginning to hate this phrase more than the more than poison. Uh, let's not let perfection be the enemy <laughs> of good. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> i can't take that
2: uh, Glenn, i can't take it do you, do you know the cdc guidance of how far i have to be away from pat what is yelling like that it's definitely <laughs> it's gonna
1: be probably more than six feet right a mile and a half no it's that's yeah that's why i'm that's why i'm in another studio
3: there is no distance for you know, Pat. Have, try cleveland <laughs> we have eight conservatives left in the senate eight marcia blackburn voted against it james inhofe ron johnson james langford Mike Lee, of course. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Mike. Rand Paul, Ben Sass, and Tim Scott. Those are the only conservatives, oh. I guess, left in office. Well, because they were, they were hammering
2: Rand Paul yesterday because he decided to propose an amendment. And the amendment would say, hey, if we're going to give a trillion dollars away, let's come up with a way to pay for that and maybe we for example his idea mm. was let's get rid of the war in afghanistan let's uh, and he suggested a couple of other things that would pay for it um and they're like how dare you <laughs> Chuck Schumer's like this is a crisis and we're a, this is wasting time really is is the four hours you had to wait to go through wow. the voting process really gonna be the difference here uh you know I, I it's not like you good guys are gonna send out these checks today right. like I, we all understand this is gonna be a little bit of time but you know they can't even have a conversation about paying for it and I understand no. this is a tough right. one like you know to your point about the taxes like I love that. And I think that's a great way. And I love the. Point. I would suspend all federal taxes. Yeah. And it's great. Glenn's made a great Me point on this. Like, it's it's an uh, almost an automatic sunset. They can't keep all this power because they're going to want to reverse the tax thing so badly that when it's time to reverse it, maybe they will. Right. But the, the issue there is, and I think the no, they, they, they absolutely will.
3: In absolutely fact, they will, they
1: will mm-hmm. end it. Mm-hmm. They will end the. If you tie it to no taxes until this national emergency is over. I can guarantee you at the very first opportunity that they have to declare this national emergency over, Mm -hmm. they'll declare it. It's like next Tuesday. They will do it. Really? Yeah. Yeah, It'll be like a a
2: national emergency. You know, I think we might have been overreacting a little bit. (laughs) There's a giant pile of bodies outside the hospital. You think it's over now? No. no, We have less bodies
3: today than we did yesterday. (laughs) It's over. (laughs) It's It's over. uh, The only time your convictions and principles are tested are when there's a crisis right there's no you don't have to i mean y- y- you your principles don't have any sort of a trial it's easy yeah. if there's nothing going on <laughs> of course they're going to be tested in a crisis and that's when it's important to stick to them yeah it's, it's they won't they, they won't
2: it, it strikes me too like with the taxes thing the one argument i think that has some value against just doing taxes is there are a bunch of people who are going to lose their job and then not have taxes to pay so they're already paying zero and it's not necessarily going to help those people. But we do have things like unemployment that maybe yeah. maybe there maybe the, the 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 it's a little bit easier to get, maybe it's a little bit more generous than it was in the past. But there are things like that that are are, are able to be done where, you know, you can you can bridge that gap for people who really need it. Just throwing $1,000 at everybody in America, I mean, you know, it's I understand Andrew Yang made that sound mm-hmm. so appe- appealing, but it's it, it, you know, it's it's a very questionable thing. It's the type of thing that may not go away. And obviously, as Mitch McConnell points out, nobody's putting thought into this. Mm-hmm. They won't even take time to vote on an amendment. They, they think that's the worst thing in the world. And by the way, Mike Lee was, I think, one of three, along with Rand Paul, that actually voted for the Rand Paul amendment. Um, and, you know, they, they, they don't want to even take time to figure out how to pay for it. They don't they don't want you, even if you have a problem with the bill, they just want you to vote for it anyway. Like, yeah. that's how we always get Jagged into trouble. vote. Right. Always Every get
3: into time. trouble. Every uh,
2: so i have some additional happy
1: news okay okay do we have any happy music or anything sarah do we have anything that's like oh that'll make me feel better when i say this have anything oh you know what let's get that really moody (laughs) yeah okay i like this ladies i am not a meat puppet okay (laughs) no uh all right so as we're sitting around here with our cocktails in our hand and, and just and talking about the little people, uh, let me tell you about, do you remember, uh, hey Pat, Pat, come here for a second, come on over here for a second. Uh, do you remember when the people were talking in 2008 about uh, this thing called Derivatives. <laughs> <laughs> right, <laughs> derivatives and and, and, and and the little people thought Oh, this is a bad thing These derivatives mm-hmm. uh, yeah, And yeah, the yeah. banks were uh, Of course they were too big to fail Because they had some money in derivatives And that caused the whole breakdown Do you remember those times? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, 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 right uh, The banks are now Guess, Guess how much the banks are sitting on In derivatives now Guess, I want you to guess Yes. Um, no, don't get rid of the music
3: and <laughs> please I need that cocktail. Music. I'm guessing more than back in 2008 um, um, guess a number uh, okay guess um, a number guess a number um, I know it's I, huge I Do you got, want me to got, b- play got, my got, old got. game and uh, no I don't <laughs> no <laughs> Well yeah go ahead play, All your, right. play your old game uh, 50 okay, trillion ahead. dollars. 50 trillion 50
1: trillion 50 trillion. Hey. 50 trillion that's now mm-hmm. for anybody who doesn't know Pat's old game <laughs> Pat's old game is he guesses some crazy number and then and he's like and I'm disappointed if and it's I, a dollarable the surprise that. right yes correct <laughs> correct <laughs> okay okay well right. you're you if we were playing the game mm-hmm. uh closest without going over you would lose <laughs> wow Unless we uh, were playing it for individual banks. For instance, J.P. Morgan Chase, they now have derivatives sitting on $48 trillion. One bank. Citigroup wow. has $47 trillion. And Goldman Sachs, $42 trillion. Oh Would my. you like another drink and try to play again? <laughs> oh Guess the number of derivatives. Guess it. Guess it. Go ahead. So the total
3: number? Total number. Forty-eight quadrillion, and I'll be <laughs> disappointed go. if it's a dollar there less. There you go, nice work. I think forty-eight ah, quadrillion. I ah. think it got over it that time. Yep,
1: you did. It's yeah, only okay. one point five quadrillion dollars.
3: That yeah is oh my gosh. A yeah. St- what what? That's 1. the first time I ever heard it five in yes, a real story. Right. The
1: quadrillion I said to number. My kids, I said to my kids last week, this is going to be an amazing week. By Saturday, you will see and hear things that you've never seen before. That is the same thing I said last night when I found that number, uh, uh, Pat. I've never heard heard the word quadrillion used in a real sentence. Wow. $1.5 quadrillion of derivatives. Remember, derivatives, the bad thing.
3: Yeah. The thing that the banks were too big to fail. Mm. Wow. 1.4 quadrillion? No, Uh, 1.5 quadrillion. uh, (laughs) That's, I mean, that's unthinkable. You can't even, I mean, the only time I've actually ever heard it, and I've never seen it in a story. You know where I I saw the, I think it was in the movie, uh, Passenger, the Passenger. Did you see Passenger? With um, Jennifer Lawrence and Chris, what's his face? Oh, you may know? have, yeah. Remember that? Uh, yeah, yeah. Chris Pratt. Okay, so they're they're traveling, and this is a future movie, obviously, and they're traveling to some yeah, other yeah, yeah, yeah. distant because the Earth is dying or whatever. And she she's talking about how much money the company is making on uh, relocating humans to this other planet. And it was, I think it was something like four quadrillion dollars. And that was the only time I'd ever, and and it was like a number, okay, well, we're not going to get to that, probably even in that year. (laughs) Here we are in 2020, and we've gotten to that number in bad debt. Yeah. That's not good. That's not good. Yeah. That's not good. As uh, in Stu fact, would I'm say, that's you. suboptimal.
1: <laughs> 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 By about $1.5 quadrillion. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll give you the rest of this. The reason why oh, wow. I came across these numbers, I'll give you the rest of it uh, next hour. You don't want to miss it. Uh, you know, mm. might want to prepare because uh, $1.5 quadrillion in derivatives. Ooh. I'll explain why that's a bad thing coming up. Okay, let me talk to you a little bit about Simply Safe. Hey, you know what doesn't cost you 1.5 quadrillion billion trillion million uh it's it's really 50 cents a day. <laughs> I know it's so hard to imagine 50 cents a day. Simply Safe. Simply Safe will keep you safe. Make sure that your family is monitored, your home, the front door, the back door, all the windows, everything else is monitored so no one is coming into your house. It's Simply Safe, protecting every door, window, and room with 24 7 professional monitoring entry door uh, cameras doorbells alert you to anybody approaching your home entry motion glass break sensors that guard the inside it's simply safe for 15 dollars a month that is what three times less than their nearest competitor three times less 50 cents a day for monitoring and you own the system there's no contract cancel at any time simplysafebeck.com order today simplysafebeck.com you get a free simply safe security camera when you do normally a hundred dollars order yours today get it for free That's simplysafebeck.com you're
0: listening to glenn beck
1: Welcome to the Glenbeck program. It is Thursday, one day away from Friday, where we can all go, go home, go, go, <sighs> anybody working from home? Anybody have any really good ideas? What are you doing with your kids? I'd love to hear this. What are you doing with your kids? We, we bought a bunch of games, but we're still waiting for them to be delivered um and uh you know just trying to get the kids to <laughs> oh man clean out the garage and hey let's do some things why why because i said so why you little <laughs> i feel like Homer Sim- <laughs> feel like homer simpson right now i really really do um but uh love to hear what you're doing at home how are things going is it just my family
2: just is it just me? You having a good time, Stu? You're not home all the time. Though. Yeah, I might. Honestly, my schedule hasn't changed much at all. Uh, I'm uh, yeah. still pretty much here at the studio and doing everything. How's Lisa doing? Uh, not so great. Oh, not she's. Uh-huh. Uh, not, I mean, she's doing her best, but she's a very social person. This is my wife, and she likes to be out talking to people. Like when we have. A, a vacation week or let's say we're all you know home or doing something she hates being in the house yeah. for more than a couple of hours at the time she like always wants to go out and do the next thing and go see more people and you know where i'm fine never seeing another person in my <laughs> right. life uh she's yeah. not like that so it's a much mm-hmm. bigger adjustment i think for her uh and you know of course the kids are home and they are uh, doing at home learning now uh, with the online situation, which is a whole new process. And trying to get them to focus like they focus at school is not always easy. Uh, it's weird because don't I live in the same basic school
1: district? I mean, we're not in the same school district, but we're a few towns away. We're really, yeah, but we're really, I mean, everyone around my town, everybody's back to school. You know, not in school, but they're doing this home learning thing. Not my school. My school's like, yeah, we're, you know, we're still working on it. We're coming up with some things. like, really? I mean, I don't think you guys are actually working on it. I think you you might be at the beach with every, seemingly everyone else in America. Did you see the beaches in Miami and Florida? Have you seen those pictures? Yeah, well, yeah, that and the spring break people who are... Those are Oh my gosh, the spring break people. <laughs> Pretty oh. funny. If I get it, I get it. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you're about to get it. You're about to get it. So just me. Am I becoming an old man? You know, for the first time I related to Bernie Sanders where they're like, well, so are you dropping out? I'm working on this effing virus thing. <laughs> you know? I, for the first time, I'm like, I kind of understand his uh, anger there at the press. (laughs) Shut up! Leave me alone! I'm working over here!
0: You're listening to Glenn Beck.
1: You have heard me talk about Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow, and how his pillow has given me a great night's sleep, which I need. Now, from time to time, he'll send me something to try, from pillows to the sheets to the towels. I've loved them all so far. You're the one who have built this into an incredible company and have trusted Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. So Mike wants to do something for you, and that is his Giza Dream sheets, which are great. He's going to give you an incredible deal. These sheets come with the world's best cotton. They are ultra soft, they're breathable, yet extremely Extremely durable, And right now, the Giza Dream Sheets. Buy one, get one set free with a promo code back. Remember, all MyPillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee. You're going to love it, and if you don't, send them back. It's MyPillow.com. Click on the new radio listener specials to buy one pair of Giza Dream Sheets and get the other one free with a promo code BECK. There's also deep discounts on all the other MyPillow products that you are just going to love as much as I do. Enter the promo code back, or call 800-966-3117 and get the great radio specials. 316 dollars That's an important number because according to the FBI, that is the average dollar loss from a single break-in. It can derail you financially, not to mention how creeped out you are. Have you ever been broken into? It's a creepy, creepy feeling. So here's my advice protect your home with Simply Safe. They're the go to guys for home security, at least for me and my family. They are masters of protection now. Simply Safe protects every door, window, and room with 24 7 professional monitoring. They'll make it easy on you. There's no contract, no hidden fees or fine print. Plus, you can set this system up all by yourself. Anyone can do it. I've done it, and I can't do stuff like this. There's no trade offs to your safety. It's won a ton of awards from CNET to PC Magazine to The Verge. Prices are always fair and honest. Around the clock monitoring is fifteen dollars a month. That's three times less than the other guys. fifteen bucks a month without a contract. So go to simplysafeback.com today. Get a free Simply Safe HD security camera. Normally that camera's hundred bucks, but it's yours free today. Simplysafe
0: The fusion of entertainment and enlightenment.
1: Well, hello, you sick, twisted freak. Welcome to the program. Uh, Today is I'm in my happy place. This is as happy as I'm going to get. I'm in my happy place today. And uh, Joe Walsh, I think, is uh, Joe Walsh. Matt Walsh is going to. Joe Walsh would be a good guest too But Matt Walsh is going to join me here in a second I think he's in his happy place Uh, We're going to talk a little bit about Coronavirus and the church And what should the churches Be doing The ever outspoken And always So never ill-tempered Matt Walsh In 60 seconds
0: This is the Glenn Beck Program
1: So, if you're having pain, uh, exercise, aging, all of it, just to everyday, uh, just everyday life is creating some pain as you get older. Sometimes that pain goes beyond the norm and when it does it calls for a real solution and that's why I want to tell you about relief factor not because they're paying me to tell you this in this commercial but because I take it every day I believe in relief factor and I didn't I mean we've had the relief factor on as an advertiser on this program for a long time but I didn't take it in fact this is the only product Stu, help me out on this. I think this is the only product that I have ever told you, you know, any kind of medicine or pill or anything else where I've taken the sponsorships. I don't believe in that kind of stuff for me to tell you because I just don't want to get into what you put in your body. But this is 100% natural. I've never okayed any kind of advertisement like this before. And I did it because I take it and I really believe in it. It actually works. Works. It worked for me and changed my life. 100% drug-free. 70% of those people who take it get three-week quick start. Go on to order more. It's relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. Or you can call 800-583-84, 800-583-84. It's relieffactor.com. Mr. Matt Walsh, podcast host of The Matt Walsh Show uh he's as clever as i am with the glenn with the glenn beck podcast we didn't work hard on the name of it we work on the content he's also the author of a brand new book called the church of cowards hello matt how are you
4: hey glenn doing well how about you
1: Oh, <laughs> well, you know this is, i'm fantastic i'm fantastic uh anything anything on your mind that you want to hit first before we get into the church of cowards uh you know on the coronavirus like you want to make sure that we're not calling it, uh, you know, the Chinese virus or the Wuhan virus or anything else. I mean, because I, I'm sure yeah, you agree well, with
4: that. Yeah, that's the that's of course the most important issue. I mean, when you're when you're uh, in the media and you're at a press conference with the president of the United States during a pandemic, and uh, and we're looking at a possible possibility of a global depression, you know, and you have a chance to ask him a question. Obviously, you should ask him about why he's doing a big knee head to China. I mean, that's that's obviously the most right
3: discussing right now.
1: Right. I mean, we haven't had a depression in, I don't know, at least a couple of years. Well, I think it's been since the 1930s that we've been in a depression. And that, I mean, how posh is your life if that's the thing that you're worried
4: about? How out of touch are you? And, and meanwhile, I mean, in all seriousness, there are people, many people in this country who are worried now about how are they going to you know, feed their families next week because they're not making any money. So I, I, don't, I don't think that uh, those people really care. What we call this damn thing? I think they're more worried about, you know, what what's the end game? Where is this? Okay, we're, we're, we all have to stay in our, our homes. Is this going to be over next week? Uh, is it going to be over in two months? It kind of makes a big difference. We, I think most people want to know what what's what's the out here? What does it look like? What are we what are we what's the point? What is this supposed to? How, how are we going to know that it's okay to go outside again? And I, I don't think that's been yeah. articulated or explained, and I think that that just no. makes more anxious.
1: People, people keep saying in Washington, well, we're going to do this until this emergency is over. Can you tell me what the metric is that we're going to use to decide when this emergency is over? Can you give me any... I've been asking for weeks, for my, for my own company, I've been asking, I need to see what the tripwires are. How is the government measuring things so when they know you're going to go from phase one to phase two? No one has tripwires. Now, somebody's making the decision... But based on what? There's, there's, there's. We're we are printing trillions of dollars and just giving them away. Does anybody have anything that they're basing this on? Is it anything other than no? Well, he wants to give less, so I want to give more. What is all of this based on? There's no reality. There's no fact. There's nothing.
4: Yeah, it, it makes it. I mean, the, the hard thing is that even the scientists and the doctors don't know everything, don't know everything about this virus because obviously it's new and the rest of us, I know for me, I don't know a damn thing about viruses or, or pandemics. It's, it's not something I have really thought about up until now. I'm not an expert. So, you know, we're, we're looking for, we, we need to know who we can trust on this and who we can listen to. And of course we know we can't live, we can't listen to the media in the, in the disinformation age that we live in. So, who, where, where do you go? Who do you? Who, who, who's the next?
1: So who up- has up- their Matt? Who has their credibility? Because you you've written a, a book, uh, "The Church of Cowards," and in, in the the very first chapter, Christians not worth killing. Uh, I mean, that's that is quite a statement, and I think it's right. I think it's true that they don't have any credibility either. Many of them.
4: Yeah, that's the that's the thing you hear when I hear this from Christians all the time. How they're worried about um, you know the possibility of some real violent persecution happening in this country, the way that it's happened uh, as we know and it is happening now in so many other parts of the world. But the the point is that it's it's there's no reason for it to happen here. Anybody who wants to persecute the church here, there's no reason to go to that level because Christians are just abandoning their faith uh, on their own. Just very are very happy to do it without much encouragement and so um that's why i say not worth killing we're sort of we're, we're not worth this in this country either. we're not worth persecuting we, i don't think we've we've earned that in a, in a sense
1: well i i think we're kind of like where germany was uh germany you know the church was strong in germany but they sold out to the nazis and replaced the the pictures of christ on the mantles uh within i think it was a year of his uh of his becoming chancellor most of them had already just said oh i give okay you're right and they were they were holding meetings as a greater german church to get to, to talk about and and seriously discuss the getting rid of the old testament in the bible because of all of the jewishness of it i mean there weren't well, there wasn't a great prosecu or persecution of the of the german churches in World War II, there were there was a a persecution of some Christians, but the churches, by and large, kind of went right along with
4: it. Yeah, I think that's I think it's a good analogy because I, I, I that's what you see in our culture as well with uh, with so many churches that are you know it's, it's not about going along with with a with a you know a dictator figure like Hitler, but it's more about going along with the culture and the culture of death. And not wanting to uh, resist or fight back because number one, I think we've lost our we've lost that sort of warrior spirit that used to be has always been historically a part of Christianity from the very beginning. And also, we've been told that things like tolerance are these great virtues, and so we can go with the flow and be apathetic, and then dress and, and be cowardly and dress that up. As tolerance, but of course we know that tolerance is, is not a virtue at all. Tolerance can be fine, depending on what you. But it all depends on what you're tolerating, and even if you're tolerating something good, it's a, it, it doesn't take a lot. The thing about tolerance is that you can do it from your couch with Cheeto dust all over your all over your chest while you're oh, sitting there watching TV. It's, it's really easy to tolerate things. It just requires you to literally do nothing and allow whatever it is that's happening to continue happening. So it's not virtuous, and we know that that with as, as Christians there are so many things that. We should not be tolerating to the best of our ability. We should be resisting and fighting back against, and that's what if you look, pick up the gospel sometimes and read them. I think people need to actually do that, especially if you're a Christian. Mm-hmm. And you're going to find that, that Jesus, Jesus Christ, when he was walking around on earth, was 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 confrontational. He was not. was. He was not a hippie peacenik figure going along to get along he was confronting constantly and aggressively
1: well i have to uh, may may i interrupt you uh mr matt walsh it's uh joe p reporter from msnbc and <laughs> in your book you you describe the hangout jesus the idea that jesus hung out with sinners and prostitutes and that's exactly what he did you know you're saying he was he was not a tolerant man but he was hanging out with them all the time he was uh, having dinner with them probably partying with them uh you know just hanging with the common folk and you're this jesus you're describing <laughs> i don't recognize sir
4: yeah well i mean it's easy not to recognize jesus if you haven't read the if you haven't read the, the accounts of him in the in the bible that's the thing he was <laughs> you, you say, <laughs> hang, I mean, hang, he was not hanging out i mean he, he hung on the cross for sinners and that's that's so uh, that that's that's very true but that's the point. It was the exact opposite of hanging out the way that we think. Of it. it wasn't just wasn't he wasn't just hanging around and and uh, and uh, palling around. This was about leadership and and uh, ministering to sinners. And I think those are the words we should be using.
1: So, are you seeing a Christian response right now to COVID nineteen? Are you seeing the churches doing what they're supposed to?
4: Well, I don't know because. Uh, You know, a lot of the churches, of course, across America, I know my church is shut down, as as so many churches have, I guess most of them have, and I'm not going to call that a a manifestation of a church of cowards and say they're being cowards for doing it, because, um, you know, I'm not in a position of having to make those choices, thankfully, and I know that so many churches, you know, they they, they have a lot of older people, and so you Mm -hmm. you, you have a responsibility to them, and you don't want to put them in a position where they're going to be harmed. So I understand but, that,
1: but but um, but church is really church is not really four walls. Church, what happens inside of those far walls, four walls, is the least important thing. Uh, you know, when it comes to being a Christian, it's what you do outside of those four walls. So the the building may be closed, but the church isn't closed.
4: Right, that's exactly right, and I think that one of the really important things that the church needs to do now, and Christians need to do now. Is uh, response, I, I think people are having, we already know there's a crisis of faith in this culture, as it is, and then you throw something like this into it, and people are asking, que- I get questions like this, and I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm nobody, but I, questions like, well, how could God allow this to happen? Why, why would God allow something like this? Uh, where is God in all this? You know, the classic questions that humans have been asking through the ages. And, uh, mm-hmm. and it's, it's, it's a question that Christians need to start taking seriously and trying really hard to answer, uh, because that's another thing that I think there, there are people in our culture who are losing their faith, and it's not always because they want to go run off and sin and because they're weak. It's it's really because they're you know, they haven't been raised in the faith, maybe. They they have legitimate questions, they're scared or confused. They just they need someone to come and take their questions seriously and uh address them. And and oftentimes I think we're we're afraid to do that.
1: You say um you know, when is when are American Christians willing to lay down their smartphones, let alone their lives, uh for the faith? How do you Uh, I I think that the churches are not providing, as you just said, any real answers and really any real direction. Um, It seems like you're telling a bunch of old stories that we've heard a million times, even though we haven't. Um, We've heard a million times. I know the Jesus story. uh, And they're not relating it at all to real life at all. And so people, they get more out of their smartphone and they think that, church and and the bible and everything else has nothing to do with them and their life because the church has failed on that front
4: absolutely and i think i mean you, you want to know the 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 thing that's responsible i think for for leading you know millions especially of young people away from the faith it's youtube and and what but what, what i mean by that is is, is there young people especially they go to college they find that their faith is attacked they're being told all these things presented all these arguments presented a lot of Information much of it's false about the Bible and the history of Christianity, and so now they have questions and, and they, they need to they need to turn somewhere and, 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 and ask someone and they try to turn to their pastor and all they get is just silliness and platitudes. so they go to YouTube and they just start per- perusing and, and trying to find an answer somewhere in there and um, and then they, they get the wrong answers and they get you know they stumble on all these other videos and, and that's how they end up losing their faith because again it's just there's not any real moral and, and also intellectual leadership happening in the church in so many cases. Uh, and I think you're right that so many people go to church and they find that what it seems like to them, they're getting old stories and they're getting, uh, you know, a little pep talk that has no connection to their actual everyday life and the moral struggles that they face. And if that's the case, then we're just going to continue to lose uh, Christians in this culture.
1: So what is the, what's, what's your prognosis?
4: Well, I think the, You know, first of all, what we need, as we've been talking about from the church and church leaders, is is a willingness to lead on, on a you know, to show moral leadership, and to engage with the culture and to speak to people on the level where they are and about the things that they're actually struggling struggling with. But then also, I think we as Christians need to do, uh, need to analyze ourselves, and we need to think, you know there's a lot of extraordinary claims that we make, a lot of things that we, we claim to believe that are quite, quite startling, honestly. And we have to think, do I, do I actually believe those things? And, and if I do, well, that reality, um, that belief should infiltrate every aspect of my life. I mean, there should be no part of my life mm-hmm. that is immune from this belief. And so then it's just a, it's a, it's a difficult thing to do. I've tried to do it, and I've realized I'm failing in so many ways. But there are so many parts of my life that I've tried to kind of put in the box and say well faith has nothing to do with that that's separate and it's just that's not that's not the case so I think that's a that's a, a test we have to run for ourselves
1: the subtitle of the book is a wake up call to complacent Christians I think that's what coronavirus is as well I think uh, we can use this uh, opportunity to get closer to our family and I joke a lot about you know my family and and You know, being trapped, help me, Matt. Please, dear God, help me. I'm trapped in this house with my children and their teenagers. Um, I joke a lot about it, but I will tell you that if we can use this time to uh, uh, to explore our faith and expand our family uh, relationship, it is it will be a time well spent. A great place to start just on examining is Matt Walsh's new book, Church of Cowards, a wake-up call to complacent Christians, a church of cowards. Matt, thank you. As always, good talking to you.
4: Thanks, man. Appreciate it.
1: Nobody sets out to have the information they pass back and forth over the Internet stolen. If they did, I mean, the job of the cyber criminal would be just so much easier. It's like, oh, you want that here? Let me just let me transfer that to your screen. The sad truth is that we let these things happen to us because we're so complacent. And we think that cyber protection is either too complicated or too expensive. Which is exactly why you need Norton 360. Norton 360, it's affordable, it is simple, it is easy to use as a solution to the problem of cyber criminals stealing information from your devices with norton 360 you get a vpn to help block hackers from stealing personal information and companies from tracking your online activities it has bank grade encryption we're talking about real-time security for your devices it even has a safe cam to block people from being able to take over your webcam do not give up your right to privacy in fact now is the time to enhance it i told you a few weeks ago something significant in my family happened um and uh I have the basic Norton 360. I have it on all my devices. I went and I upgraded to the highest level. Um, I take this really seriously, and I believe Norton 360 is um, something that we should all have on all of our devices Yes, your kids too. Nobody can prevent all cybercrime, but the uh, new Norton 360 gives you layers of protection to stay more private and more secure. Save up to fifty percent off your first year with the annual subscription at Norton.com/back. That's Norton.com/back. Save up to fifty percent right now. Ten seconds. Station ID. A lot of ID. people in this country would be Oops.
2: delighted to pay more in taxes. Finding yourself Probably speechless really. listening to progressive arguments? Arm yourself with the facts. Arguing with socialists, a new mm. book from Glenn Beck. Yeah.
1: Pre-order now on Amazon. Right. Now we do our 10-second station ID. <laughs> You know, can I uh, can I ask you something, Stu? Have you noticed how the free market is changing things? Did you see that they have now a test kit for your home that is coming out?
2: Yeah, end of this month, right? Uh, yeah. Like March 23rd, I think it is. They're, they're yeah, saying it's, it's, it's going like, to be available. Actually it's actually like a, few like a days week away. and a half.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's it's crazy what the free market is doing, uh, which is why arguing with socialists is so critical right now i i think this is the best time to make the case for the free market
2: that i've seen in a long long time yeah and it's been interesting to see the brainiacs in washington attempt to make this issue fit their worldview probably most prominently alexandria ocasio-cortez who said this was a great example south korea was a great example as to why you need single-payer health care i mean it's hard to express how how much that is wrong in every single way. I mean, yes, they have a unit they have a single payer healthcare system, but what they did with that single payer healthcare system is decide to engage their free markets and have private businesses produce tests. What we did with our system was the exact opposite. We acted like a single payer system. We ran everything through a centralized planner, the CDC in this particular case, did not allow Uh, private businesses to create tests which is what made the delay occur we had this long delay where we had people who had tests and wanted to create them would submit them uh, and be rejected by the cdc because they didn't go through they didn't wait they didn't have the long enough uh, time there's certain you know documents and things that you need to do some of those things might make some sense in a normal situation in the middle of a pandemic you need the tests and we could have had them a lot and faster you know, if we would have done the same thing South Korea did, which was embrace the free market. You want a whole bunch of people working
1: on a whole different, ad, a, a whole different avenue, you know, and you get that when everyone is a laboratory. Everyone can solve something. You'll notice that when things started turning around, when they the government's okay. not doing enough. Yeah. How did he turn it around? He started making partnerships with the uh, with the free market and said, look, I'm going to take some of these restrictions off you. Go do what you need to do. Let me give you this. There's a taco spot uh, right now that is having a problem. They had to shut down everything. So I had all of this food. And what are they going to do with it? The owner of the store calls his mom and says, uh, how you doing, mom? She said, I got to go out and get some toilet paper and some eggs, just some basics. He's like, you're not going outside. Here, I'll give him, I'll give him, Give you the eggs and some of the stuff the toilet paper rolls from the store because we have to close down. Then he had an idea. Why don't we deliver the eggs and the toilet paper and everything else? These are businesses that would close their doors instead. They're finding new ways to serve people through this system. It only makes sense. <sighs> All right. Is our uh, sponsor um, American Home Financing? Oh, it's CarShield. Let me tell you about uh, CarShield. CarShield is just this great, great company that is now the largest, uh, what, what do you call it? It's not a warranty. God forbid you say that. Uh, um, they they it, it give you extended coverage on your car. So when your actual a warranty goes down, you're stuck with all of the payments of anything that goes wrong. And, man, cars are so expensive to fix now. Car Shield has you covered. You call them up right now and uh, and find out they have individualized uh, special pricing. You can design it yourself. You use the promo code back, and you're going to save a buttload of money right now. But don't pay all of that money when you have to have a sensor repair. That's like three grand. Do you have three grand? I don't. Car Shield one eight hundred car one one eight hundred car six thousand. Use that money to what you had planned for not to fix your car. Visit carshield.com promo code back.
2: Welcome back. Number is triple eight seven twenty seven B E C K. We're awaiting a task force update from the COVID nineteen task force. That's going to be coming up here in a little bit. We may be talking to somebody We also today, have yeah, who actually we, has. It, we right? also
1: have. yeah. I'm sorry to interrupt. Yeah, we uh, we uh, wait a minute. I'm not interrupting. You're interrupting. Well, who gave you the re- anyway? <laughs> uh, the <laughs> we have a we have a guy. His name is Hunter Howard. 50 years old, came back from a, a ski trip in early March. Within a week, he realized, oh, crap, I think I have the coronavirus. He was the first guy in Dallas to have it. He's recovered now. He's going to be on with us in just a few minutes, telling us what it was like. But there's some there's some new stats out that show all of this about it's not affecting young people.
2: Uh, seems to be kind of not true. Yeah. Uh, they're saying now for uh, 40% of those hospitalized in the United States uh, have been between 20 and 54 years old. So not uh, not elderly, not anywhere near that in many cases. And this also repeats what we saw in France, where they had, I think it was 300 people who were in intensive care, and about half of them were under the age of uh, 60. So it's it, this has been one of those situations where you realize as it goes on we don't have all of the information and we're trying to make snap judgments without it what uh, it's tough though i mean I, what do you do like there's a there's a great article that's been making uh, the rounds that basically outlines this fact and that we don't know how fast it spreads we don't know what it's going to do we see the worst case scenarios we can imagine the best case scenarios but we're making decisions based on a lack of information and that's absolutely true. However, when the worst case scenarios look like they do, and they're this close, you know, day uh-huh. to day, it's not like global warming where the worst case scenario is really bad, but it's, you know, decades into the future. And, and you know, that's a totally different situation. This is a situation where, like, if you wait three more days, you may have tens of thousands of more people that that have this uh, virus. And so, you can't do that. You can't afford it. Right. and. And, it, you know, here's the thing. We're going to make mistakes. Mistakes
1: are we're going to look back and go, well, that one was stupid. We're going to make those mistakes. But when, we should correct them as soon as we figure out that that was a mistake. And I'm not sure. we are. We are running now like chickens with our heads cut off to where we – what is the – why are we making some of these decisions? And I think that there is a case – uh, to be made that the you know what i 'm going next hour i 'm going to give you a i 'm going to give you a list of things that I know things that I know, and then things that my gut tells me because there are different there 's difference there, and I know this is a an actual real pandemic. I know this is not a bioweapon or anything else, but I think there are those who are using this. Uh, to really hurt us and uh, and hurt the entire capitalist system, to reset the system. Oh, yeah. There's something else, too, that we have to be really careful of. Trump just, uh, just said that he was closing the guest worker visa thing uh, down at the border. That seems, right off the top of your head, a good thing. Except I grew up in the Pacific Northwest. I grew up on the West Coast. Migrant farmers uh, and mar- migrant workers are critical to our food. So w- we can't say no to migrant workers. It's not like it used to be where, well, we'll just get our boys and girls out there and they'll just, they'll just uh, pick, the, pick the berries and, uh, and till the soil and uh, make sure that we have... They're not going to do it. They're not going to do it. We do need these migrant workers. And I hope somebody in the White House is thinking again about the farmers because the farmers are starting to scramble. This is the kind of decision that if you don't if you don't go back and say, OK, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah, but there are, there is a visa program. There is a migrant worker thing that we may have to make an allowance for. Otherwise, we have no
2: food. And to be clear, you're talking we, we, about legal immigrants here, not illegal immigrants.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm no visas yeah. you know you're a migrant worker and he's going to stop all of that we can't stop all of that we have to have the h2a agricultural visas we have to have them uh all right um our guest is not uh, joining us is this right do we have we had uh not the no moment. guest okay so reschedule him for a for another time uh uh other than you know now let me give you an update on guns (laughs) yesterday yesterday i went to my doctor i got an injection in my back um and uh and you know they put you under uh for that and uh they give you basically truth serum and so it's funny because my wife is usually at my bedside and she was you know she's usually there when i wake up and and she, in generally, makes notes of all the funny things that I had, had said uh, that I don't recall. Well, this time they, I, you, you couldn't. Nobody was allowed in except for the nurses and for me, and so I'm fine. And I come too. I have no idea what I've talked to these guys about as I'm in recovery, uh, and then. Then afterwards, they all kind of came by my bedside, and they're like, "Okay, can you tell us what do you think is happening? What do you think is coming? What should we do?" And my first memories are me saying, "Yeah, you got to go out and buy guns. You got to. I mean, it's time now. You got to go buy guns. What are you doing? Where's your where, your bank account? You you've got your money where? I have no idea. I have to call them all and say whatever I said to you. I don't know if that was." <laughs> I don't remember the advice I was giving to you yesterday. Take it with a grain of salt. Uh, But um, one of them was telling me that he went in and tried to buy some ammunition here in Texas. And he said it was crazy. Just got a call from a friend of mine before we started the show. And they said, hey, just want you to know, I tried to get a gun uh, at Cabela's or wherever here in Texas. And they said... It's a 30-day wait. The government is so backed up with background checks. It's a 30-day wait to be able to get a gun. Now, I don't know how much of that I believe. Uh, I mean, it is the Trump administration, so I tend to believe they're not doing this. But this is the kind of thing that the government does all the time, at least in other administrations like Obama, Uh, And before that, Clinton, where it's like, oh, you know, our our computer thingy majig, it's down and uh, we don't have the McJigger guy to come over and fix it yet. So it's going to be a while before we can get that through. And as soon as, you know, as soon as, you know, George Bush is elected, the computer said Majig's working again. So I'm not sure what that is, but there may be a huge run on guns
2: uh, right now. Well, especially I mean, if you if they tell you you can't leave your house, right? You're going to be in your house. We're looking at a potential economic, you know, catastrophe at some level, right? We're looking at potentially at least uh, a recession. Um, you oh, might, no, we, we, we might we, are, wanna, we might want to want to have guns at your house to protect your home. Yeah, we are now talking about a depression. You know,
1: I thought I was way off uh, the the rails, and I was nervous to say it just but two weeks ago. I said, I think we could be in a depression by by this time next year. I think we could be in a deep depression. Um, and I remember hesitating. Uh, last night I read, we, we might be in a depression by the third quarter of this year. Really? Summertime. We could be in a depression. And when you see the stats, I'll, I'll share them with you uh, next hour. When you see the stats of... Of what the Fed is doing and it just doesn't add up to all coronavirus. It just
2: doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah. You know, the other thing, too, Glenn, is you always have to do a cost benefit analysis when you look at something like this. Right. What's the cost benefit analysis of us being at home for a week or two? There's economic consequences to that. Could be bad. We're going to spend a bunch of money. The government's going to obviously throw money at this problem and try to solve it. So far, they've been completely unsuccessful with those efforts. They've done absolutely nothing to calm the markets. Um, But uh, at some point, we have to look at and remember that the economy is not what the way it gets summarized which is do we get to go out and buy new cars do we have nice homes do we have nice things do we have a savings that's growing and a 401k that's growing and a retirement and and vacations and all of these sort of frivolous parts of the economy one of the the reasons why civilization exists is because of this economy lives Mm -hmm. if this economy and capitalism gets destroyed because we stay home for several months Uh, and it can't recover and we lose all of the rights and freedoms that we've had, this also costs lives. Lots of them. And so while... Many more. Yeah. Many, many more. Obviously, long term, it's much worse than the virus if we were to, let's say, lose capitalism, lose our economy. Um, It's not just about selfish things like I want to go buy things for me. It's about a, a system that has ripped billions of people out of poverty Uh, and if we lose that system or at least lose giant chunks of it it's going to cost um, a massive amount of life and so you have to look at those things at the same time you know a pause in the way that we normally live with the effort to be able to prepare and guard as many lives as possible because of this virus is something that's really reasonable and i think America so far is doing a great job accepting it in really difficult circumstances. But on the other side of that, I, it can't be it can't be an eternal thing. We have to figure out a way to be able to go back and live our lives because we lose this economy. We have we lose to lose a lot more than just money.
1: Uh, let me tell you this. Uh, I'm getting a lot of this email in. Uh, dear Mr. Beck, I want to thank you for sounding the alarm more than 10 years ago about having emergency supplies of food, water and medicine on hand just in case. I took your suggestion to heart, and from that point on, I slowly built up our supplies. This week... We didn't panic when stores were short of supplies. We didn't have to wonder how we would feed ourselves or get necessary medicines. We had everything we needed on hand. I just wanted to thank you from the bottom of my heart for planting those seeds of preparedness all those years ago. You're such a blessing. Thank you, Connie. Um, Glenn, I just want to thank you for telling us years ago to be ready for an emergency. Several years ago, I heeded your advice and stocked up on food and basic necessities. I'm not worried, nor am I hoarding supplies. Many, many, many Thanks. May your family be safe. Uh, Miss you since you're no longer on cable, but I can get you on radio. Susan, you can also, Susan, get us at BlazeTV.com, where we did a special last night on the coronavirus. Uh, And we had our guest. We had a great guest canceled during the broadcast. And they said, I'm sorry, I've got to stay engaged at the hospital. Uh, she's one of the leading experts on viruses like this. So we had to scramble and find somebody uh, else quickly during the broadcast. It was a little hairy, uh, but we, uh, we pulled it off and have a, have a great guest. Uh, she was just on Dr. Oz, I think, yesterday talking about, you know, uh, what we're really actually facing. She had some really interesting things uh, to say and some really good answers for you if you'd like to see that. Uh, you can get it now on demand at any time at blaze tv.com that's BlazeTV.com. also we haven't made a big deal out of this but i think it's uh, kind of a big deal it's the new cable really um, there are all these different outlets where you can get shows but but pluto tv is really like tv it's got the it's got the show guide the channels everything it's just on your phone or on your laptop or ipad or whatever and you can you know, put it up on your TV as well. It's uh, called Pluto TV. It's free, isn't it? Stu? Yeah, it's free. Yep. And you can get it and watch us at any time on Pluto TV. Thanks Pluto for carrying the Glenn Beck program and blaze TV. (sighs) All right. Here we are on a Thursday and let me give you a, a pro survival tip. When you're assembling your bug out bag, you know, the thing you have to, you know, you got to pack up all your essentials for a living. And when the coronavirus mutates and starting putting people into zombies, remember, when you're as once you're a zombie, you know, how you went into zombiedom is pretty much how you last. And I don't want to be unshaven as a zombie. I still want to look good and I don't want to have a rash or ingrown uh, hairs, you know, from for the rest of eternity until somebody shoots me in the head because I'm a zombie. No, don't do it. May I propose you take a small bottle of Shave Secret. You pack that with all your emergency supplies. You pack that uh, in your drawer. It's in my drawer right underneath my sink. I use it all the time. You take three to five drops. You put it in your wet hand. It's a, it's a proprietary blend of essential oils. You rub them in your hand, and then you put it on your beard, and your razor will fly over your face. You'll have a clean, close shave essential oils now from shave secret you can find it regionally uh, at heb and wegman's grocery stores but it's available also at walmart available online at amazon or you can go right to the source at (coughs) shavesecret.com if you do go to shave (coughs) oh my gosh (coughs) it's coronavirus if you do go to shavesecret.com use the promo code beck on their website and get a 10 percent discount now shavesecret.com promo code beck
5: you're
0: listening to Glenn Beck.
1: A fully peer reviewed study has just been released uh, after six days. One hundred percent of patients treated with this this new um, uh, vaccine, if you will, have been cured of the virus after six days. One hundred percent of the patients treated. We have the guy who is the the guy who made that announcement yesterday. He's the head of this company we have him on in about 15 minutes you'll want to hear this interview we just booked him he'll be on with us in just a few minutes that's pretty amazing and thanks to the free market there's also another story out thanks again to the free market uh that we're going to be able to have home testing you'll be able to have a home test for covid19 within the next two weeks so we have that going for us on the other hand I need to give you a significant warning about cash that I just received, uh, what the banks are saying, and what is happening around the world. We're still behind the rest of the world, and that's good news for you if you are informed. That information comes up next in our COVID-19 report.
0: You're listening to Glenn Beck.
1: ever since we got uno when he was a little puppy he was a picky eater well i recently found out why do you know that dry dog food has to have a two or three year shelf life dry dog food manufacturers sterilize the food when they make it and that means they have to kill anything that might be alive in your pet's food that's good for them the unfortunate side effect of this and this whole process is they kill all the good stuff probiotics, enzymes, vitamins, healthy microbacteria. These are all things that your dog needs but doesn't get from their food because it's dead food. Recently, I learned about Rough Greens VitaSmart. First of all, it's not a dog food. It's a healthy supplement that puts into your dog's food all of the live nutrients necessary for superior dog health. Take the Rough Greens 14-Day Jump Start Challenge today for just fourteen ninety five dollars and see the difference in your dog in 14 days or less. Just go to roughgreens.com slash back. That's R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash back. Call today, 833-GLEN-33. $2,316. That's an important number because according to the FBI, that is the average dollar loss from a single break-in. It can derail you financially, not to mention how creeped out you are. Have you ever been broken into? It's a creepy, creepy feeling. So here's my advice protect your home with Simply Safe. They're the go to guys for home security, at least for me and my family. They are masters of protection now. Simply Safe protects every door, window, and room with 24 7 professional monitoring. They'll make it easy on you. There's no contract, no hidden fees or fine print. Plus, you can set this system up all by yourself. Anyone can do it. I've done it, and I can't do stuff like this. There's no trade offs to your safety. It's won a ton of awards from CNET to PC Magazine to The Verge. Prices are always fair and honest. Around the clock monitoring is $15 a month. That's 3 times less than the other guys. 15 bucks a month without a contract. So go to simplysafeback.com today. Get a free Simply Safe HD security camera. Normally that camera's 100 bucks, but it's yours free today. Simplysafeback.com. The fusion
0: of entertainment and
1: enlightenment. Hello, America, and uh, welcome to the program, our coronavirus update. Some very, very, very important information coming your way all this hour. We're going to start with just the stats, then I'm going to take you to the banks, then we have the guy who announced yesterday... He says, my company has just come up with a cure. It's been in trials for six days. 100% cure rate on coronavirus. We go to that. Coming up in just a second, not a second to miss on today's program.
0: This is the Glenbeck Program.
1: So economic crisis, no economic crisis. This is still America and we're still Americans, which means we're principled people and folks like you and I, you know, we take a stand for what we believe in, especially when the opportunity presents itself. Patriot Mobile is the only mobile phone provider that I know of that is not donating to things like Planned Parenthood. And they do donate a portion of the the uh, profits that they make into organizations fighting for values you do believe in, like the right to life, Second Amendment, religious liberty and support for veterans. This is a company that gives us a chance to stick together in our troubling political climate and actually not give to the other side. That's that's the biggest problem. Look, you got to use your phone, right? You're going to have a phone. You need great service. Well, everybody is using the same cell towers now. So the service, you know, as far as the can you hear me now, that stuff, it, it's, it's pretty much the same all, all around. Now, the customer service, when you have an actual one-on-one encounter with somebody, that can vary. And with Patriot Mobile, I think it's much, much better. The price of the product can vary. And it's much better with Patriot Mobile. So you don't have anything to lose. They're going to make it really simple for you to switch. And here's the, here's the thing that just makes it a slam dunk. The phone companies that you're doing business with right now, they're taking a portion of what they make, and they're donating it to causes you're against. So make the switch now. Starting at 25 bucks a month, Patriot Mobile plans come with unlimited talk, text, and the same reliable nationwide service with no hidden fees. They've made switching really, really easy. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Get free activation when you use the offer code Beck, plus a free gift when you open a new line. It's PatriotMobile.com slash That's PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. All right, let me run down some of the stats. Uh, Total confirmed cases worldwide, 225,000, up from 202 just yesterday. Total confirmed deaths worldwide, uh, 9,276, up uh, almost 1,000 deaths yesterday. Total confirmed worldwide record uh, that are recovered are uh, 85,000 now. That's up about 3,000 people. 176 countries now have confirmed cases up from 176 yesterday or 167 yesterday seven more have suspected cases five percent of active cases are now considered serious requiring hospitalization that's down from six percent yesterday and 19 percent just three weeks ago this is incredibly good news all right, so I want to uh, I'm going to give you some more stuff, but we want to get to the guy who's going to announce uh, today or just announced yesterday that there does look like there is a cure uh, for this, and his company says it has it. But I also want to talk to you about something that I find incredibly important. We touched on this yesterday. Two leading European banks now, uh, 1,400 banks between these two European banks or 1,400 outlets, have closed more than a third of their branches in Germany. And they are publicly proposing that digital banking can limit the disruption of these closures. Banks in Britain, Spain, France, likewise, asking customers to go online. In Italy, 900 branches of the country's biggest retail bank now open in the morning only. Some of its smaller branches are down to operating three days a week. They have outright closed 122 branches. Yesterday, that bank began testing the system that requires customers to book an appointment in order to be able to enter the bank. Unicredit, which has 4,000 branches, is now closing all but a limited number of branches in each region. Other Italian banks are following suit. I think we are headed towards a banking holiday for different reasons, but this stuff is coming. As we look towards the future and we, we wonder the effects of things, how's the availability of cash? How are you, how are you able to get cash? You're not getting cash. They're going to try to move us into uh, credit cards and electronic payments. um, And we're going to do it far faster, I think, than Europe. As of today, the ready availability of cash in the U.S. is already somewhat reduced. Banks are enacting new restrictions and limitations on withdrawal. Many bank branches are already limiting their operational hours. There is a possibility. I want to stress this. There is a possibility of cash shortages uh, because of what's happening with the banks and what is happening with the Fed. I will tell you that I wanted to withdraw some of my money because I believe that you should have at least a month's worth of cash to be able to cover all of your bills. You know, if all of a sudden the banks took a holiday, do you have enough to make it through a month? It probably wouldn't be a month of bank holiday, but if they're closing all of the branches... We don't know how long it'll be before you can get any kind of cash of any kind of size. So do you have a week's worth of cash? Do you have a month's worth of cash if you can? I called my bank on uh, Monday or Tuesday, I think it was, and I told them that I wanted to come down and just take out a month's worth of of cash just out of my checking account. And uh, they said, ooh, wow, uh, I don't even know how you do that. I do. You I walk in and I give you a little slip and then you give me a whole bunch of pieces of paper. That's how that works. Kind of the opposite of when I gave that money to you. Do you remember that part? They said this is this is Tuesday. They said, "Okay, can you come in on Tuesday? And I'm like, well, it's today. No, next Tuesday. It took a week. A week. They're not uh, wanting to give out cash. May I suggest you obtain and maintain a some sort of cash supply just for food and other necessities, uh, but it also might help you gain assistance uh, in the future if things get really, really bad. Do not hoard cash. Do not take everything out of the bank. Just have enough cash for a week or if you could afford it a month's worth. Uh, and, and don't get it in hundred dollar bills because anybody who is if there's a shortage of cash you don't want to have hundreds, you want to have twenties you want to have fifties because people aren't going to be able to make change uh, and um, i I urge that I urge you not to panic and not to go in and pull all of your if you pull all of your money out of the bank. It's going to make things much worse. So don't do that, but do go and get some money uh, and have cash on hand. All right, let me take a quick break, and then we're going to come back with some, I think, some really exciting news um, uh, that that just came out just last night. We'll go there coming up in uh, just a second. First, there's an ever-growing list of ways that cybercriminals can get your information these days. Sometimes I think they're so used to it, and we're so used to it, we don't even notice it as a danger anymore. It's like living in one of those places that, you know, gets natural disasters every year. Like California, and you're like, oh, yeah, the neighbor's house is down at the bottom of the hill. Huh. Hey, what are we having for dinner tonight? It's kind of like that. Cybercrime is a part of our lives, and identity theft, serious issue. Somebody's identity is stolen every two seconds, and you're going to miss something if you're only monitoring your credit, and that's why you have LifeLock. LifeLock detects a wide range of identity threats, like your social security number for sale on the dark web, and if there is a problem, their agents are going to work to fix it. Now, nobody can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but LifeLock is a place where you can see the threats that you might miss on your own. So join now and save up to 25% off your first year by using the promo code BACK. 1-800-LIFELOCK, or head to LifeLock. LifeLock.com. Use the promo code Beck and save up to 25% right now.
2: After the
3: hundredth time
2: scrolling through your
1: feed today,
3: Sarah, maybe maybe
4: you need some new
2: reading material to get you through the quarantine. Please. Please. We got you. Glenn Beck has a new book called Arguing with Socialists, and you can pre order it now, wherever books are sold. 10 seconds,
1: station ID. So we have Gregory Rogano. He is a Stanford advisor. Spark. He is the project lead of the clinical t- uh, trials for COVID-19 prevention. Last night, he made a pretty remarkable uh, announcement, and we are keeping our fingers crossed that it is true. Greg, welcome to the program.
6: Uh, thank you for having me on, Glenn.
1: Sure. So, t- So tell me what... What you've discovered, what you have, what it means, and how fast can it get out?
6: So, really, this is the key item here is that we don't have time. This disease is growing at an exponential rate um, of 10x. So, we need to proceed immediately. We do not have time, and we need to shut this disease down right now. It's a matter of national security. So specifically, I just want to lead with this, that the president of the United States of America, our commander in chief, has the authority to authorize the use of hydroxychloroquine against coronavirus immediately. He's cut more red tape at the FDA than any other president in history. And for example, in 2017, the FDA approved a muscular dystrophy drug based on an uncontrolled trial of less than 15 patients. That's one five. And the drug was approved by the FDA. So what I'm here to report is based on a well-controlled, peer-reviewed clinical study out of the south of France by the most eminent infectious disease specialist in the world, Didier Raoult, MD, PhD. He enrolled 40 patients, which showed a 100% cure rate after taking two generic drugs, hydroxychloroquine and azithromycin 100% cure rate against coronavirus within six days. The study was released yesterday morning on my Twitter account, ReganoESQ, and also on covidtrial.io and was recently accepted into the International Journal of Antimicrobial Agents by Elsevier. We are in contact with hospitals across the country and around the world and they're implementing this protocol immediately.
1: So what is it that 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 you have? I mean, what I mean we do we have to have more trials that you say the president needs to open this up. What is the next step? Do you have the finished product and can it be mass produced?
6: The finished product are generic drugs that have been around for over fifty years. Have you, have, so, hydroxychloroquine is an anti-malarial drug that was developed in response to American soldiers coming back from World War II in the Far East that had contracted malaria. It, it has a high-quality safety profile and has never come off the market since 19 about 1955. It is used on a regular basis to treat autoimmune diseases, as well as rheumatoid arthritis. So this is in literally every pharmacy in America and this can be implemented today. It's very inexpensive. It's a generic drug. The data is unrefutable and the president can proceed immediately. Again, the FDA has approved drugs based on clinical trials with less patients and in only one clinical trial. This this can happen right now.
1: Well, this doesn't seem like it's a hard thing. I mean, you know, you're not making... These are both generic drugs, aren't they? I mean, zithromycin's been around forever.
6: Correct. I mean, who has not heard of a Z-Pak?
1: Right. Uh, So it's not like you're standing or this doctor is standing to make a lot of money um, on this, correct?
6: It it has nothing to do with that. It really has to do with we're we're in a, a global crisis right now. The world is shutting down. The airline industry is having significant difficulties. Um, you know, p- people are getting fired from their jobs. There's massive layoffs. There's, the infection rate is growing at an exponential rate. Uh, ICU rooms are, are, are getting overfilled. And the, most importantly, the doctors and nurses on the front lines, that's who is at the biggest risk. And we need to take care of them right now, and this can happen immediately. This, this protocol needs to be disseminated through the scientific community. Any human being that is listening right now, please disseminate this protocol, which can be found at covidtrial.io or my Twitter account, ReganoESQ, it to any scientist, medical doctor or nurse that you know. Have you talked to the White House We are in we have a direct line to them, and we're, we're waiting for them to reach out
1: it's remarkable that you haven't heard from them because I think this is kind of the shot that was heard around the world last night it's It's nothing new. These drugs have been tried separately there's no indication that these d- drugs used together have any kind of ill effect
6: so the the trial. Showed that there was a 100% cure rate in six days. Both of these drugs have a very high quality safety profile. Again, please please submit this protocol to all scientists, medical doctors, and nurses throughout the world, and you know let them make the peer-reviewed decision. And you know with respect to the White House reaching out, so we know that President Trump received our white paper within 24 hours after it being published. Dr. Fauci is doing an excellent job. And we know that they're going to make the right decision. This is a matter of national security, and th- again, this can be implemented right now. And and the scientific evidence here is really unrefutable.
1: Okay, great, thank you. Um, it's uh, Regano Esq. That's R I G A N O Rigano Regano, Esq. Uh, or you can find the uh, the information uh at the web address i'm just looking for it it's covidtrial.io covidtrial.io thank you so much i appreciate Brian,
6: it I just, I just have one last point do, yep. you, do you have 30 seconds yeah sure do so so in addition to this what's most important is that we stop the transmission of the virus so it's great that we found a cure that works but we must stop transmission so there's strong scientific evidence that hydroxychloroquine will function as a preventative To stop the transmission and we're starting that trial immediately and we are asking the government for their support both financially and scientifically and if we start this trial today which we have already done we will have results within one to two months guaranteed we're in active discussions with elon musk on twitter please follow along the conversation and again any doctor or nurse that wants to participate participate Please go to covidtrial.io. Thank you.
1: Thank you, I appreciate it, Greg. You know, uh, Stu, I was reading about this last night, and one of the things that caught my eye was that Elon Musk is all over this. Yeah, Uh, yeah. And I think it's gonna it's gonna be guys like that that really that really change things. This I didn't realize that this these were two drugs that are already out in the market. I can't imagine why we're not.
2: We're not taking that seriously. Well, two things, because yeah, it was relatively effective, apparently, um, with SARS, which is a very close sort of cousin of what we're dealing with now with COVID-19. The other part about this is uh, the president is about to um, have a press conference of the task force for coronavirus, and they are expected to be announcing um, that there will be a lot of uh, restrictions taken off for new uh, drugs and attempts, uh, you know, uh, unapproved drugs, um, as well as I, you know, anything that can help this situation. They're going to try to take the reins off here of the system and let people try to solve this thing. And of course, there's going to be controversy over that because you know you have all these layers of bureaucracy that normally would manage this process, but obviously in this situation, I, you know, it's you just got to you got to move forward as fast as you can. And this this has, at least by reports, has shown promise. Uh, when it comes to the drugs that he was just talking about, uh, not only did it show uh, some success with SARS, but uh, it 's believed that this can can do some damage in the situation, which would be really, really positive again we don 't need the vaccine is something that we always talk about, and that 's great we 'll get a vaccine eventually, but the issue is you know coming up with a treatment is a really big deal. Just having something that can take the person who 's uh, on a ten down to a seven on a one to ten scale is a, a massive difference between life and death. And if we can just get there, this totally changes the situation. This is look, this is a dream come true. If
1: this is true, if this actually works, the markets should shoot right straight back up. Yeah, we got to stop the, you know, we got to stop uh, spreading it. Yeah, well, but if I have two drugs that are widely available everywhere it's It's like a Z pack. it becomes like the flu. Maybe older people should stay, although there's some new numbers on that as well. but um it's not this you know two years from now we're allowed to leave our house kind of situation. I think this
2: changes everything is if it's true. Why isn't this the biggest story everywhere? Well, it is a big i mean i you know I, I covered it last night on Stu does America. Uh, I know abc news has has done some stuff on it. I mean, it, I, you know, he. I like the the fact that he's incredibly, you know, optimistic on these reports, and he really thinks that this is going to be the solution. I don't know that that's you know, the over overwhelming consensus yet, but there's some real hope from doctors that this could happen. So, you know, look, he's there's a reason why they're looking for trials. He's saying it's going to take a couple months to get full results, and but that that if that was it, right? Like if if this is the solution, or at least can just take off the edge. Off the top of it It's a huge I've Development t- Human
1: tr- Human trials Both of Both of these drugs Have been Okayed before Why doctors Couldn't prescribe Both of these drugs They should be allowed To try them You're On the patients thing. Who are really sick <laughs> Uh, I want to talk to you a little bit about Goldline. Uh, things are getting crazier. In just a few minutes, I'm going to uh, share with you some, some information about what's happening uh, with the banks and what's happening at the Fed. There's something really, really, really wrong um, that's going on. And they are now saying that we could hit a depression by the third quarter of this year. That is something none of us have ever seen. And if you had grandparents like I did, I'm 56. So if you're if you're my, around my age, you remember your grandparents. They were freaked out by the word depression. Uh, it's something I don't really want to live through. May I suggest you put some of your money. My grandfather's voice keeps coming to me. Those who made money had money in the Great Depression. Those who had money didn't lose money in the stock market and everything else. Please, please consider putting some of your money into gold or silver right now. Call Goldline now at 866 goldline one eight six six 1-866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. Have money to be able to survive. Please put your money, some of it, in gold.
2: 866-GOLDLINE. Glenn Beck's Arguing with Socialists Come out, comes out on April 7th. You can pre-order it now at Amazon.com.
1: This is the Glenn Beck program. Uh, We're going to be monitoring this press conference. Uh, President Trump said this is going to be a very important press conference. Uh, Stu, do you want to monitor and uh, keep it on in the background while we have some other information we have to give that I think is really important as well? Sure, yeah. I will keep an eye on it. Keep an eye on it? I want to talk to you uh, a little bit about a word that we haven't heard heard about since 2008. Derivatives. Uh, derivatives were what everybody said, uh, you know, was the real problem uh, with 2008. And it's a it's a bet made on an outcome of a future event. This is the banks going to Vegas. And let me give you a, an, an an example. Let's say six months ago in October, Stu put money down on the table and he said, "You know what? I'm gonna buy uh, I'm gonna buy oil." In six months for $50 a barrel. And Stu was purchasing the right to sell a barrel of oil to another buyer at a given price. In October, oil was trading at $62 a barrel. And so I believe that it would be worth more than $62 a barrel. So I agreed to buy it from Stu at the price of $50 a, bar- a barrel. Well, Stu was short oil believing the price would go down, I was long on oil, believing the price would go up. So the futures contract between us is the derivative. The value of the contract in the future is derived from the actual price of oil down the road versus time the contract is generated. On the, on the contract expiration date yesterday, the price of oil was trading at $24 a barrel. So now I would have to honor my contract to buy the oil from Stu at fifty dollars a barrel. So Stu is making a huge profit because I'm paying double what oil is actually worth. If the price of oil had gone up to a you know hundred dollars a barrel, I would have been buying it at a huge discount, and I would have been the one making huge profits. Okay, so the 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 trading of this, the risk is. Um, because uh, this isn't being done generally by private citizens. This is if all derivatives were between you know me and Stu or you and me, we wouldn't have a problem like this. It would be the investors who lost or made the money when the contracts were closed. But what makes derivatives so dangerous is that most derivatives, they're between investors and banks. So when analysts are talking about the derivatives exposure, they're talking about the position that banks have taken in derivatives contracts and the possible payouts that a given bank may have, to, uh, may have to pay out when a price rises or falls dramatically. So it's our banks and our investment houses that are making these private casino trips, and it's very, very dangerous. Let me go back to our example. If Stu is short of the oil market... And it was the, the same right to, you know, he had the, the the right to sell a given amount of oil to a buyer for $50 a barrel. But instead of a single barrel, we were talking about $4 trillion worth of barrels. Instead of me being obligated to buy oil at $50, let's say I'm Chase Bank. When that contract is due, Chase has to come up with 4 trillion dollars to buy oil from stew at fifty dollars a barrel but the the oil is only worth twenty four dollars a barrel so what happens if it were you if it's the bank they're forced to sell other assets to honor the contract or they have to borrow money from another bank like the fed so when prices are making big moves in underlying assets like natural gas and oil copper silver steel banks have this huge huge exposure And since investment banks can also be savings banks, listen to me carefully, this is why this is so important, since investment banks are also savings banks where regular people have their money deposited for things like, I don't know, your retirement or whatever, that's where Main Street is exposed to all of the risk. Because the deposits can be used to cover the investment losses of the bank. In fact, last Monday, they said these banks don't have to have the money on hand for, to cover the deposits. They Usually, they have to have 10% of that cash on hand. Don't worry about it. You can use all that cash for whatever it is you want. We'll cover the short for you. That's the Fed talking. This is one of the reasons why I am very concerned about a run... Because with our market going down as much as it has, people are having to make up for those losses. And I don't mean like you and me. I mean, these giant banks are having to make up with these losses. And already we have pumped trillions, trillions of dollars into the system through the Fed the the fed's cumulative loans by the way of these overnight loans paid back supposedly within 24 hours since September 2019 they have they have given 9 trillion dollars of loans to the banks 9 trillion dollars now note that from 2007 to 2010 the fed was also doing these operations and it was a total of $16 trillion. But that's 2007 to 2010. Wait, wait a minute. This is since September of 2019. This is just a few months ago. And we are already halfway there. Now, re- remember, these are loans that are supposedly paid back. That's not the same as the Fed dumping new cash into the system that stays there. It covers the short-term fluctuations. Here's why this is so concerning. Remember that CDOs were the things that caused all of the problems, they say, of 2008. That's our derivatives market. Our banks now are in way past their neck. I've never used this number Except as a joke, I've never used this number before. I've never seen this number in any news report until yesterday. The total size of the banking derivatives market is over a quarter quadrillion dollars. That's 250 trillion dollars. If we take every bit of money that is out in the system, and I mean even from you know some distant land where they are just trading in clamshells, whatever is counted as money, we take all of it in one heap, that's about $50 trillion. If we take all of every dollar that is earned all around the world for a whole year, that's about another $50 trillion. We're not even halfway to the derivatives market. That's $250 trillion or one quarter of a quadrillion dollars that they have on the table. And the exposure on those three banks, Chase, Citibank, and Goldman, the exposure is over $40 trillion each. They know we're headed for a depression. They know we're headed for a depression because they've got all this money that's being called, and they don't know what to do. I, um... You know, there are things that... There are things that I believe, and I will say out loud, and there are things that... um. Things that I don't. At least I don't say to the family. You know, I'm not getting my kids together and I'm not telling them, hey, the real number of the infected is far more than we know. But I believe that. But I don't say it to my family. There are going to be shortages of mm, that none of us have ever experienced before. We already are. Hospitals are going to be overwhelmed. First with a lack of supplies. Then possibly with an overrun of patients and then finally with a lack of staff i believe that i'm not saying it out loud to my family just because of proximity healthcare workers are going to suffer far more losses than anybody else and that's going to exacerbate the problem of treating other people healthcare system going to be overwhelmed may actually collapse in some parts of the world may collapse here i don't know There will be haves and have-nots. I know this to be true, but I don't say it to my kids. Scare them. There's other things that my gut tells me that I don't say out loud. I'll get to those in a second. We've got to go into the press conference. Something important is happening in the press When
5: you go with conference. a brand-new drug, you don't know that that's going to happen. You have to see, and you have to go long tests. But this has been used in different forms. very powerful drug in different forms. And it's shown very encouraging very, very encouraging early results. And we're going to be able to make that drug available almost immediately. And that's where the FDA has been so great. They
2: uh, so this is a drug we were just
1: talking about. They've gone through still. the
5: approval process. It's been approved. He's ca- talked about several here as you were kind of
2: crossing over. Many many months. The beginning of this, but to, he's, he's uh, got se- this. The whole press immediate. conference so has been be about make that drug this type of thing, making these drugs available that are already uh, states, on the market and also new Cuomo ones, rushing them through trials.
5: And he he wants to be right on on the. He wants to be first on the line, and. So I think that's a tremendous, there's tremendous promise, uh, based on the results and other tests, there's tremendous promise. And normally the FDA would take a long time to approve something like that. And it's, uh, it was approved very, very quickly. And it's now approved by prescription, uh, individual states will handle it. They can handle it. Doctors will handle it. And, uh, I think it's going to be I think it's going to be great. Then we're quickly studying uh, this uh, drug and while we're continuing to study it but the studying is going to be also done in as it's given out to large groups of people perhaps in New York and other places. We'll study it there. There are promising therapies produced by Gilead and that's uh, Remdesivir remdesivir and that's a drug used for other purposes that's been out and said very good Results for other purposes. Just update here, Glenn. He did specifically call out the drug we were just talking about
2: uh, by name and 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 is going to make it available almost immediately, he said. So, uh, you know, I mean, this show obviously moves important things, and we just had the
3: guest on, and now it's approved by the president. Surely they're tied together. I was just saying, is the president aware of this? He's like, I think so. We sent it to him. He is. So that's good news.
1: And, Stu, what is the stock market doing
2: right now? Uh, reacting well to the news, up uh, three hundred and forty points currently, uh, which is always nice oh. to see. Um, it's yeah. it, you know it, we've had so many downturns the last uh, couple of weeks. It's nice to see some positive uh, reaction. Yeah. So that is really really good news. Uh,
1: I, I you know I was just going over a list of things that I think are true that I don't sit my family down. Uh, I I want to go over the things that my gut tells me uh, are possibilities that we're going to have to look at um and one of those is is um is a complete change in the way we uh, relate to each other and the way we uh, live our lives things are changing rapidly now if these drugs change uh if they come out and they're effective that that's going to put a pin in all of this quickly But that remains to be seen. I'm going to pick it up there tomorrow because I'm out of time before the break. And I want to pick it up and tell you what my gut tells me that I'm certainly not saying to my children, but I think you should hear. Coming up on tomorrow's broadcast. Back in a minute. Hey, here's a, here's a great special happening now from Hustler Turf. If you are looking at buying a new lawnmower, the lawnmower you need is Hustler. It is a great, great machine. Uh, it is something that used to be really just built for, you know, industry, people who are mowing a thousand acres, uh, you know, the sides of the highway, et cetera, et cetera. So they used to build these gigantic machines. And when you're building them for industry, they better they better last. So they have engineered these things. They're the ones who really kind of came up with the the zero turn. They're the ones who really pioneered all that research on it and make sure that it doesn't tip over on you because you're on the side of the highway. Well, they've engineered all of this great stuff, and then they decided, you know, we should get into home lawnmowers. And so they put all of that engineering and all of that technology and all that experience into your personal lawnmower if you are looking for a lawnmower i'm telling you you go ahead check everywhere else but you check out hustler turf i can guarantee you that's where you're going to land HustlerTurf.com. click on the radio offer button at the right hand corner and enter my name glenn uh or beck and in when you do that you'll get uh, the warranty offer details they're going to add an extra year of warranty these things run forever it'll be the last lawnmower you buy in your entire life once you drive one, you'll understand. It's a Hustler Turf. Go to HustlerTurf.com. That's HustlerTurf.com.
0: This is the Glenn Beck Program.
1: Welcome to the Glenbeck program We've got a great show for you tomorrow. lots of fun laughs uh, and uh, you know some scary parts as well uh, but uh, but also Bill O'Reilly joins us tomorrow and we got to get back to talking some politics. Joe Biden is just I mean he's worth his weight in gold uh, for comedy. Here he is giving a uh, speech where it's a it's a video conference speech and he just stops twice in the middle of it. finally his wife, his beautiful wife Jill has to come out and just grab him listen to this. Here's Thank the end all. of his
3: speech. Thank you all for listening.
1: Right. Then he just stands there and just stares at the camera. And now Jill oh. comes in and he's like, oh, hi, nice. the kiss. And she whispers nice. in her is, it's done. We're nice. done. We can go now. Okay. Thanks. Okay. I mean, he has no idea where he is. No idea.
2: It's It's so weird I can't wait You ever ever type on an old computer And you're like on a word processor And you're typing the words And the letters aren't showing up And then all of a sudden At the same time Like 50 letters in a row Kind of spit (laughs) out Yes That's how his brain works like it, he gets in these like, except I don't think they all spit out in the right order. That's what I mean. You don't know. You can't see. So you have yeah. all sorts of mistypes and everything in there. Right. Okay.
3: Yeah. <laughs> you go
1: back yes. and correct them all. Yeah,
3: I agree with that. It's not like they're spitting out correctly. No.
1: It's all of a sudden it's a different set. I don't think I wrote that. <laughs> I don't think I wrote that. <laughs> all right. We'll see you. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow.
0: You're listening to Glenn Beck.
2: How often do you say, I slept horribly last night, or it took me forever to fall asleep, or I couldn't get back to sleep? If you aren't sleeping well or you're worried about sleep aids, you should explore CBD for sleep. CBD is the natural extract from cannabis. There's no high, it's legal, and you do not need a prescription from CBDistillery.com. But can CBD really help you sleep better? In a blind survey, 9 out of 10 CB Distillery customers said they sleep better with CBD. 9 out of 10 is impressive. Why not give it a shot? Bottom line is, if better sleep is important to you, you really owe it to yourself to explore CBD. And with over a quarter million customers, CB Distillery is the source you can trust. Explore all their amazing products at cbdistillery.com and get 20% off when you enter stew at checkout, S-T-U. Go there now, cbdistillery.com, and enter STU at checkout. Again, enter STU for 20% off at cbdistillery.com. Go there now, cbdistillery.com. cbdistillery.com.